Hello, hello, and welcome to monologuing, the very first episode. I have been putting off doing this for about a week now, I think, because I was supposed to, actually, that's not true, I was supposed to do this in like the second week of December last year, and then I just didn't want to, and I didn't like the ideas that I had, but now I have to, because I have nothing to do during the day, besides, like, ridiculous stuff, and I really want to be productive, maybe it's because it's the new year, and I feel like I need to be a productive human being, and not just stay at home every single day, and do mindless things, and go on Twitter all the time, but yeah, welcome to the first episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully you enjoy it. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to not put too much pressure on myself. I'm just going to speak and we'll see how that goes. So today I'm going to be talking about the lessons I learned in 2020. I made a list about, I think it was on New Year's. I was just like reflecting on the year and I made a list of 20 things I learned in 2020 because I want to start doing this thing every year so then this year I'll do 21 things and whatever whatever so I made a list and I kind of just want to go through that because I feel like I'm in a very reflective mood and I think the next episode I make is also going to kind of be reflecting on not necessarily last year, but kind of the space that I'm in in my life and that a lot of people around me are in and what's next and like the future, which is terrifying, but I feel like it'll be a good episode. So I'm just gonna start this. I haven't even read through all the 20 lessons since the last time I wrote them. So I don't know how I'm gonna, you know speak about them properly in a way that's like actually entertaining and useful but I'm gonna do my best so enjoy so I know I'm probably not supposed to (laughs) talk about how I keep messing up but this is the fourth time that I've recorded like me actually starting to talk about what I've learned because I keep saying things that I don't think sound okay and then I have to start again so lesson number one for the fourth time for me at least is protect your peace um for me I think this is really the most important lesson because protecting your peace is like the foundation to feeling good and doing good in all areas of your life because you can't rely on other people to protect your peace or to be able to like see what situations aren't going to be good for you in the long term like you really need to in every situation that you're in you really need to look at okay is this going to help me in the long term does this make me feel good if it doesn't why am I doing this am I people pleasing am I doing it out of fear I don't know but protecting your peace is really so important not getting yourself involved in things or with people that are actually gonna do more harm to you in the long term than good even if it's like temporary or momentary satisfaction or happiness protecting your peace is number one protect your energies 
keep people with good energy around you keep your energy within yourself as good as you can just so that you have a good mental state because that's like the foundation your peace don't do things that are gonna sacrifice that or gonna disturb you because you just have to focus on joy because life should be like that and I think a lot of us are used to being in uncomfortable situations being around people that don't make us feel more ourselves or happier and we really need to stop and focus on what's going to be good for us in the long term lesson two don't allow people who make you feel small to remain in your life last year I realized that I was holding on to I feel like this kind of relates to another thing that I'm going to talk about just now but I was holding on to a lot of people that I was comfortable with that I was used to and I was just holding on to them even though I didn't actually really feel good around them because I was doing a lot of what was familiar you know it was high school, last year of high school. I've been friends with some people for like five years. And I realized that I was involving myself with people, spending time with people, growing, or at least trying to grow with people who really, in the end, weren't making me feel good when I was around them. And it's probably, it was like, a fear response or just like a, oh it's going to be too much work I don't want to cut people out of my life last year of high school just like be with the people you're with right so I realized I was doing that it was costing me more than it was contributing to good things in my life so if you realize that some people just shouldn't be in your life it's nothing personal you guys just don't click anymore don't be around those people anymore. Don't settle for the unhealthy things that you're used to just because changing your behavior or the patterns in your life would be more uncomfortable and a lot more work than staying in what no longer serves you. Time is fleeting, so be aware of the space in your life that you're in right now. Last year, Obviously, it was matric, so that was a huge year. It was like a milestone. I remember telling myself at the start of the year, be present in every moment. Like, be aware of how fast time is going so you don't miss out. And, like, look back at the end of the year and be like, oh, shit, I don't actually remember what happened half the time. And you know what? I tried my best. But, um, okay, so this one was less of a lesson and more of something that I've just realized more of a realization and like a wake-up call because I tell myself be aware of the moment like the space you're in because time's gonna go fast but I don't know how to really actually do that properly at the end of the year well kind of even now because it's literally the 7th of Jan when I'm recording this I still feel like last year went by so fast and most of it was spent like in lockdown not doing much like months of it and then the part that like March and January that was like the first part of the year where things are still normal and corona wasn't a thing I kind of remember that 
And then after we got used to Corona, I can't even remember when that happened. Maybe in like, actually guessing would be useless because I cannot remember. When I went like back to school, things were more normal. Corona was still doing its thing. But, you know, we were just like, eh, whatever. Everything went by so fast. So time is fleeting and I need to be aware of the space I'm in. But I don't know how, but I should. So that's my lesson. And this next one is kind of the same. It's literally, this is a now. That's the lesson. That's something that I say with my friend to just center ourselves, I guess, in the present moment. And be aware of like what's happening because this is the now like right now you're sitting here wherever you're sitting doing whatever you're doing listening to this podcast and like your life is happening right now this is your life and I I don't know I feel like it sounds kind of crazy but at the same time it's like yes that sounded so dumb but like it is so true like this is our life and we never actually sit in the moment everything we do is like to an end you know we meditate to an end so we become more mindful we like I was reading this in um the not the power of now it's a new earth by Eckhart Tolle he talked about how we need to be present in the moment that we're in because let's take this scenario we're brushing our teeth and we're getting ready for the day we're doing all those things we're never really in the actual moment being aware of what we're doing because yes we wake up we make our bed so that our room is tidy but are we actually aware we're making our bed we're doing this I can feel like the air around me I'm brushing my teeth so that I can move forward on my morning routine but like there's a toothbrush in my mouth I'm just feeling everything the tile underneath your feet the water in your mouth you know and I think about that a lot like everything we do is to an end so we need to realize that this is the now. Kind of a weird lesson, but I feel like it has, I don't know, some worth to it. Lesson number five, very simple. I don't think I need to elaborate on this. Do things that make you feel strong and boundless and happy. Yeah, just choose joy. That's really, really simple. <laughs> number six, let go of what no longer serves you. Be it a relationship, an obligation, or a role you find yourself playing. This kind of just goes back to protecting your peace. But there has to be a balance to this one, I think. Because if you just look at everything in life, doing this favor for someone isn't serving me because I'm tired or something like that. When, Especially when you're doing something for other people and you feel like drained, or you feel like a situation is taxing, then you have to be careful that it doesn't become a selfish thing, because yes, don't do what no longer serves you, but also just because something is difficult, and in the moment it feels like something you don't deserve to be happening to you, or something that you feel you shouldn't be doing, 
think about it in the long term is it going to help you grow is it going to help the other person because that can also help you helping people helps you and not in a selfish way where you get it attached to your ego and you're like oh I'm this really great generous helpful person but just in a way where you can see that your actions even though if they are a little bit inconvenient to you at the moment your actions are helping someone else number seven it's okay to let go of friendships that suited a different version of yourself this is a good lesson probably one of the hardest that i would i still say i'm kind of learning this not maybe learning it but kind of accepting it last year I feel like 2020 for so many people showed everybody who their real friends were because number one, we are all in lockdown. So you can't see your friends every day. And that's what I'm used to, literally seeing my friends every single day. So now you're separated from them. You can't see each other because Corona. And at the start, everyone was kind of scared. So we were being super careful. Lockdown was happening, no school. It was just such a weird, isolating time. So, number one, that put a strain on friendship so much. I know for me, I prefer to see people in person. And I'm still trying to get better at connecting with people, like, on messages or calling them. But I'm the kind of person, if I'm not seeing you, I probably just won't talk to you. And it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I really don't like messaging people, which is so bad. But... 2020 really showed you who your real people were the people that connected with you even when it was hard but it also and not because it was 2020 but just because life happens it also showed me the people in my life who weren't you know supposed to still be here because like I was saying earlier I feel like a lot of these things are kind of the same like my lessons are just like intertwined they're all I feel like I'm repeating myself in some ways but it's okay I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going so some of the friendships that I had last year were just they felt so weird and unfamiliar and I felt weird and uncomfortable when I found myself in spaces with those people because I was holding on to things that were that I was used to that used to be comfortable and it was more difficult to actually say this friendship isn't working I should just let it go so that's a really good lesson to learn it's hard but it's okay to let go of people when you can sense that you're not the happiest they're not the happiest it's rather best to just deal with the pain of letting them go than just stretching something out number eight protect your energy This is very similar to protecting your peace, but I think protecting your energy is more like a subtle thing. It's harder to realize because for me, protecting your peace is actively not putting yourself in situations that won't help you grow as a person. But protecting your energy is more like noticing what's going on in your mind, like your subconscious voice the voice in your head that's bringing you down talking badly to yourself all the toxic behavior that we just carry on and carry on and also the energy of the people that were around you know like surrounding yourself with 
people who are so like draining and people who like to bring others down or are judgmental or just a lot of negative things in general watch the energy of the people around you because even if it doesn't feel like it it does affect you nine nothing is personal everything we do is an outpouring of our thoughts desires and feelings nothing to do with other people that is so true like a lot of the times we get ourselves upset at things that other people do because we think it says something about our worth and then when we feel that our worth is threatened we get insecure and we react in a way that suggests it was like a personal attack on us and it really isn't most of the time yes we do get upset when it's valid you know because obviously those times happen a lot but we shouldn't take things personally even if somebody like snaps at you in arguments it's really not about you you know then we react and we get upset or somebody does something that you think is about you like subtweeting people like you know when someone tweets something really I don't know like off kilter or something and you're like oh this is definitely about me I'm gonna get upset about this like it's not everybody's just living their own lives and we're all focused on ourselves so nothing is personal lesson 10 Game of Thrones is an amazing show. I've always wanted to watch it, like, years ago, but I never did. I don't know. It just looked very, like, gruesome and very, like, violence-y. You know what I mean. And I'm not really into that kind of a show. But I decided to watch it because I was quarantining and I had coronavirus and I had nothing to do. So I was just watching a lot of Game of Thrones and it is an amazing show i absolutely love it so everyone go watch game of thrones if there's one thing you do in 2020 watch that show it's absolutely amazing 11 crying makes most things feel better crying is so good for you some people just never cry and that really it's a bit alarming i'm not gonna lie it's weird i don't know Okay, maybe I'm just, I'm a very emotional person, but I don't know how people don't cry all the time. You know, somebody said to me the other day that they haven't cried in like four years. And that's mad. Like, I don't know. I just think about that. I'm like, wow, how how are you that stoic? I don't know. I cry all the time. I cry when I'm happy, which is nice because I started crying like happy tears and stuff like years ago. And the first time it happened, I was like, oh, huh, this is strange, this is new. Because I always used to cry when I was sad. And then I started crying when I was happy. And now I cry all the time. Like, I'll see a really cute advert. And then I'll start crying. (laughs) Or I'll see two people looking really happy. And then I'll cry as well. I cry when I'm angry. And I cry when I'm sad. So I just cry all the time. Because it's your body's natural way of releasing the emotions inside of you and I just feel like crying is so good so when I'm upset and I don't know why I'm just like you know I need to I just need to cry I just need to trigger myself and then cry and I'll feel better 12 being honest and upfront with other people from the go is always the best don't waste your time don't waste other people's times just be honest about your intentions in all kinds of relationships and interactions just be honest and forward and if it doesn't work out the way you thought it would 
that's okay. It just wasn't supposed to happen. But don't, like, manipulate other people. Yeah. 13. Don't waste your time engaging with what doesn't fulfill you or doing things because you feel you should. I think that's such a valuable lesson to learn because I think we all know this. Like, don't do things just because you think you should, but then we succumb to the social pressures or what people tell us we should do, what we should be out of fear of probably rejection in most cases. But don't do that. Just engage in genuine experiences. 14. Learn to love and appreciate your body for its functionality and for what it does for you every second of every day. Vanity will come later. I don't know if I'm explaining this properly, but I feel like that's the best way that I can say it. When we're having the whole conversation about like body confidence and feeling good in your body, I feel like a lot of people approach it from... Like, let's take the stereotypical societal flaws, like stretch marks, cellulite, those sorts of things, rolls, fat rolls. Everybody, not everyone, a lot of people are like, okay, you just got to learn to love your stretch marks, learn to love your thick legs or your really, really skinny legs, or just learn to love your physical appearance, and then you'll be super confident in your body. That didn't work for me. I I really don't agree with that method. I can tell you now, I still have insecurities about my body, but I feel comfortable in my body because I approached it from, like I said, in like from the aspect of functionality. I really and truly believe that when you actually start to look at your body for what it is and for what it does for you, and then you appreciate that, the vanity, the loving the appearance of your body is gonna come naturally and probably in a more sustainable way that isn't so much attached to what you look like at the present moment and what people think of that I really really believe you need to look at your body if you're the kind of person that struggles with self-image and confidence and feeling comfortable in your body I advise looking at your body as what it is, something to keep you alive, a shell to help you breathe, to flow all the blood through your body, to create hormones, to, you know, all those things, pump oxygen through your body, nerves going, like all those body things. If you look at your body as just this, like, lump of flesh and bones and intricate mechanisms and things that keep you alive and you feel grateful for all of that then I think you'll feel so much more comfortable in your body because you'll look at yourself as less of something to look good some body to have like a toned Okay, I'm speaking really, really poorly right now, but it's okay. You'll look at yourself less so like a toned physique or a fat physique or a chubby physique or a really skinny physique and not attach feelings to your appearance, but attach feelings of gratitude and 
comfort and warmth to the fact that you have this amazing body that's keeping you alive, that's allowing you to breathe, that's allowing you to think and be conscious in this moment and experience life for all that it is. I hope that makes sense. I just feel like that's such a more sustainable way to approach body confidence and being comfortable in your skin because your body's going to change all the time the way that we look right now in 20 years we're going to be a lot different like I'm happy with my body right now but I can guarantee in 20 years I'm probably gonna be a lot wider a lot bigger a lot wrinklier or whatever I don't even know so getting attached to what I look like and morphing that with my sense of identity identifying with your appearance with your body that's not going to last because your body's going to change and then when your body changes and you're no longer what you consider to be a perfect body or whatever your sense of identity is going to be threatened and that's not healthy so appreciate your body for what it does that's helped me a lot 15 non-reactivity to an ugly display of the ego in others is always the best approach what i mean by the ego is not like somebody who's really cocky or vain or something i mean like the ego as in the part of your mind that is unconscious the bad side of us the judgmental side the um showing offside all those bad things that's what I mean by the ego so take the situation for example you're having a fight or like a disagreement with somebody and they say something really rude they snap at you the best thing that you can do is not to give them more of the bad behavior that they're giving you but to realize that this person is in a really high emotional state. There's a lot of stuff going on with them. Their response to you is not personal. And just be calm because the ego feeds off the ego. So if you give it more like in this situation, more yelling or more snappy comments, things are just going to get worse. It's going to be bad for you because you're going to get upset and riled up. So just be calm. Nothing is personal. People are really emotional and if you can stay centered in kindness, centered in good feelings with that person, then that helps so much. Like in, I think it's the secret, they say that when you're upset with somebody, you should make a list of 10 things that you appreciate about them because our mind gets so skewed with momentary emotions and we just forget how to be compassionate to other people and to ourselves as well so yeah number 16 things aren't as deep as we make them out to be I think since last year was the end of high school I had a lot of time to reflect on myself and how I would react to like setbacks and I would make them such big deals, especially with school. I was the kind of person that put a lot of pressure on myself to perform to these really high expectations. And when I didn't, I would usually beat myself up about it. But now looking back, 
things are really not that deep, especially in high school. I I promise you. And maybe I shouldn't be saying that now, especially if I'm talking about like academic stuff because I haven't gotten my marks back. So who knows, maybe when I get them back, I'll change my mind. But specifically academics in high school, let me be more specific. It is not that deep. Like grade eight, nine, ten. I used to be upset and cry over tests in like grade nine. Like I don't know what was wrong with me. I I feel like it doesn't matter at all. So if we take that to apply to a lot of things in our life, it's a lot harder when you're doing it in the moment because I probably still do that now, make things into these huge situations and blow them out of proportion. But at least I can realize it at the end. Life is not as is not as deep as we make it out to be. 17. Before you do or say or think something, ask yourself, will this possibly bring me or the other people involved closer on the path to universal self-actualization? If no, don't do it. I feel like sometimes when I'm talking about like, um, like I was saying like this is the now and uh, some other things about like spirituality, I sound kind of like weird and like a bit crazy like on the path to universal self-actualization but I genuinely mean that. I think that if we keep that at the back of our minds in all the things we do as, or as much as we can try keeping that at the back of our minds then we'll make better decisions for ourselves and we'll make better decisions in terms of the ways in which they impact other people like involving yourself in things and curating your life to only be full of things that will really just lead to your betterment literally your universal path of self-actualization because if you think about it we're here in this life to just learn lessons and we are these eternal spirits these boundless universal beings and if we think about it like that then we shouldn't be doing all these toxic things like treating people badly treating ourselves badly and reacting poorly fighting with people all these things because it's not good for your universal path of self-actualization. Like, it's really not going to bring you closer to... <laughs> okay, I was going to say something that was going to sound really, really like, um, I don't know, like woo-woo is the only way I can describe it. If you're not doing things that will bring you closer to the source, <laughs> what are you doing? But it's so true. And by the source, I mean like the center of the universe, the creator the oneness of all life (laughs) i think i sound ridiculous but it's so true so yes do things that will bring you closer to fulfillment and to the final destination on your path of universal self-actualization 18 i think if i'm being 100 percent honest with myself i am still learning this and i feel like I keep learning this because it's something I've known for a long time. Something that we all kind of know. But I know for myself, I still find myself doing this. Even though it feels awful, I still do it. So, do not... I'm going to read what I've written down. It's going to sound really, I don't know, read out. But do not measure who you are 
by what you perceive others to be, with the intent of changing yourself to be more like others, so as to achieve the happiness you imagine they have, or to hold the same social standing they do. Yeah, I feel like that's a good lesson for me to learn. It's hard, but I feel like it's a really good one. I'm going to read that again. Do not measure who you are by what you perceive others to be with the intent of changing yourself to be more like others so as to achieve the happiness you imagine they have or to hold the same social standing they do. That's, I feel like, ties in a lot with comparing yourself to people, your life experiences, who you have around you. And comparison really is the thief of joy. It's gonna make you feel worse at the end of the day you can't compare anything if I look at the weather and say oh yesterday was cooler or whatever that's not gonna make me move closer on the path to universal self-actualization it's true but it sounds weird but it's so true if what you're thinking isn't gonna help you then try not to think about it because obviously there's extreme cases where you have like actual emotional issues and stuff and trust me that's completely understandable but if you feel that you're able to change your thinking patterns not compare yourself compare your experiences compare other people I feel like that's going to save you a lot of stress 19 wear your heart on your sleeve and tell them how you feel in spite of the fear of the outcome this is absolutely great advice you just have to be genuine and authentic because a lot of the times we find ourselves falling prey to like the should be's and the social expectations because we don't want to be too much we don't want to be too fast or too this or too whatever and we end up stopping ourselves being from being authentic doing what feels right in our heart because we're worried about what other people are going to think of us and at the end of the day you have to think are you doing yourself a disservice in whatever it is that you're doing so be honest with yourself especially be honest with your emotions and what you're going through because then you'll have a clear mind about what you need to do the decisions you want to make the people you want to be around the things you feel and just be honest about it with yourself and with the people around you because at the end of the day if someone's not meant to be in your life isn't it better to find that out sooner than later so that you're not just attached to them and then you're your authentic self and they actually don't like who you are and you're like oh shit I should have just been honest from the beginning so be honest be authentic tell them how you feel 20 love like you'd like to be loved i think this applies to all relationships whether they're romantic friendships family relationships stranger relationships just treat people how you want to be treated even when you're upset even when you can feel yourself just being consumed by anger or negativity or these terrible emotions be kind to other people in the way that you'd want them to be kind to you. Help other people in the way that you'd want them to help you. Because at the end of the day, everything, even when we're not actively controlling it, everything is about reciprocity. The universe is going to give you what you give out. If you give out judgment, 
and spite, vindictiveness, that's going to come back to you in some way because that is just the way of the universe. So love like you'd like to be loved, love in any form, love in smiling at a stranger and being kind to your friend, not saying that judgmental thing you had, not making that joke that's taking a dig at a person, whatever it means, just treat people the way you'd want to be treated. It's a really simple old lesson, but it's important. So the last couple of things I'm going to say, I asked on my Instagram story, what lessons did you guys learn from 2020? But I just asked like 20 minutes ago. So that was really disorganized of me. But some people replied. So I'm going to read this out. I actually haven't asked for like permission. So I hope it's okay. I'm not going to say the names. But I'm going to read them. If that's okay. If you're listening to this and it's like your answer. Thank you for answering. Um, I think this is in terms of COVID. That rich people and celebrities don't have discipline because people were traveling and throwing parties and that's true but I feel like everyone didn't have discipline with COVID I'm being honest I haven't always had discipline with COVID the whole situation is just a mess and it's really bad now like I think yesterday there were 20,000 new cases something like that maybe 10 I'm not remembering the numbers correctly but they were like a lot so yeah COVID is a mess a lot of us were irresponsible but I don't know I can't really condemn people because I've been irresponsible myself but hopefully I'm getting better you need to check in on your own mental state from time to time to avoid breakdowns that's so true don't bottle your emotions up because that bottle is gonna fill up and it's gonna explode and it's gonna be way worse than actually dealing with what you're going through in the moment I can get through a lot more than I think life is short you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen tomorrow so live life yes and choose joy I feel like since it's the start of the year we're all on that like okay new year new mindset kind of train so choose joy I think like that is such an important lesson just encapsulates like everything do what's gonna bring you closer (laughs) I promise this is gonna be the last time I'll say it but bring you closer on the path to universal self-actualization next one um that I should please myself before wanting to please anyone else not everyone has your best interest at heart And lastly, not to be so hard on myself. Those are good lessons. So thank you for responding. And that is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm I'm really grateful. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. I think the more episodes I record, the more comfortable I'll become, obviously, and the more I'll feel free to talk about things. So hopefully, if you enjoyed this, you'll keep listening and just supporting, because I really appreciate that, and I think it'll be good. Um, If you enjoyed this, 
you can follow the podcast Instagram <laughs> at monologuing the podcast. I'm pretty sure that's it. There's probably going to be a link in the episode description, but monologuing the podcast. If you know me in real life, please do tell me what you thought of this. If you have any ideas that you want to hear me talk about, if you have any suggestions to get better, and if you don't know me in real life, DM the podcast Instagram telling me your thoughts ideas as well literally anything you can also review this podcast reviews everybody who has a podcast says reviews help so apparently they do so please give this podcast a review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this feels so weird to say but yeah thank you for listening i will hopefully be back next week i'm gonna try to be consistent i'm probably gonna do another reflective episode because I have a lot of thoughts about where I am in my life right now where a lot of us are I feel like as especially as somebody who's just done a trick it's like the space that we're in is so weird but thank you for listening I appreciate you have an amazing day tell me what you think please really I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about this and I appreciate you and yeah good things are coming